Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Monday, November 7th, uh, I am Jack Riggins, the host of Drive Time Lincoln. Johnny Cadillac's producing the show. Steve King is in the studio as well. It is 53, feels like 54, and the wind's uh, 12 miles an hour, mostly out of the east, it looks like. East, southeast. Uh, One day away from the big election, the big midterms, a lot at stake across America, a lot at stake in the state, a lot of... at stake, excuse me, here in Lancaster County. And we're going to continue our um, education about candidates and, and their supporters as we go. Um, as you know, James Michael Bowers, running for uh, District 46 Legislature, was on the show a few weeks back, had a great interview with him, um, enjoyed that. He was able to get out his platform. And one of the big things that I want you to know is that he is supported uh, by Omaha Police Officers Association. We have Sergeant Tony Connor on the line. Sergeant Connor, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you know what? Um, One, I hope you're healing up well because I know you had a surgery. And I really appreciate uh, you and the association reaching out so that uh, we can talk about your support for James Michael Bowers. Yes, I, pre- I really appreciate you having me on. I, I don't get to speak to uh, Lincoln very often, so I hope the Lincoln voters, uh, they probably don't recognize my voice, but uh, I've been president for the last uh, little about four and a half years of the Omaha Police Officers Association, and, and uh, we don't get too involved in Lincoln races, but this race really, really mattered to us, and that's the reason we're, I'm very glad and happy that you had me on today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I think it is a, a unique circumstance, and we talked briefly uh, a few weeks back. But but why did the association feel it was so important? Well, listen, there, there's there's no doubt in our mind, and this is it's, this is just based on uh, voting record in the past, and also his opponent Daniel Conrad used to run the ACLU. If anyone that's listening knows how dangerous the ACLU has been against public safety on a national level, but even here in Lincoln, um, um, she would be absolutely devastating for our legislature. It would, it would, a lot of things would grind to a halt. Um, there would be a lot, of, a lot of problems. But then also that, that support from law enforcement would just not be there from her. It never was. Um, she, she's, if you ever meet her, and I'm sure she knocked on some of the voters' doors, it's hard not to like her. I think she's a likable person. She's a very friendly person. But, my God, she would get up there right after saying, hey, Tony, how are you doing, and being very friendly to me, and literally just slam law enforcement. Um, one of the things that she had pushed for, and even in the interview with the Lincoln uh, Police uh, Union, she actually literally said that, uh, uh, basically said that she would get rid of qualified immunity for law enforcement, which would be devastating to our ranks. She would see two struggling departments, Omaha and Lincoln, struggling to get recruits to struggle even further if that was successful in the legislature. She would have support with some of the other senators down there like Terrell McKinney and Justin Wayne. Yeah, I've always found the uh the immunity thing, you know, I hate to say laughable from my perspective and 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 maybe yours. It's not that people do care, but it is a key cornerstone of being able to do the law and order job that you guys do. Um if not a morale thing as well because it's kind of the first level of knowing the elected officials and the citizens have your back. Well, well, I, will, I would add to that point, um, the Lincoln Police Union, their, their message to us, our partners in Lincoln, 
they made it clear to us that during the riots of 2020, James Michael, Michael Bowers had their back. He stood with them. He didn't stand up there and didn't, didn't take of the national a message of defunding the police. I don't know if anyone's seen my commercials against Tony Vargas in Omaha, but he was a guy that criticized us, the Omaha police, during the riots. James Michael Bowers didn't do that. He stood with the police. He understood the importance of the value of having good public safety, um, and he stood with those guys. And those guys in Lincoln, they, the Lincoln Police Union, they, they like him. They support James Michael Bowers. They also endorsed him, too. Um, so, so that's the reason that, that we're behind James Michael Bowers. We're supporting our, our partners in Lincoln. Um, but also, too, it's just important for your voters, to your listeners, to understand. I get it. If you're a Republican, you're listening to the show, likely you're Republican or conservative. It's tough to cast a ballot for a Democrat. I get it. But at some point, you have to look at the other, how bad it could be if, you, if Daniel Conrad happens to win this race. It could be devastating for public safety in the state. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really worried about this race more than, probably more than any race in this, in this entire, out of our entire slate of candidates we've endorsed. Yeah, Sergeant Connors, you bring up a great point. I mean, sometimes you have to think about the big strategic picture, you know, even if it crosses county lines or in this case city and what are the impacts. And, and I would have to agree with you. I know that James Michael Bowers down here has, uh, supported the police and he has understood, uh, what the men and women in uniform and their families go through. And he's never wavered on that. And I think that, you know, that is a key cornerstone of one of the things that, that we want our elected officials, uh, to support. And, and not jump on bandwagons as we saw over the last couple of years with, you know, defund the police, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and if I can add one more piece, a, a good friend that we've, we've grown close to, the Omaha Police Officers Association, um, Elliot Bolstar, Senator Bolstar, has been a champion for law enforcement also. And if you notice, and this is what I think is important to realize, when you when you start getting attacked from the far radical left, and I've been attacked, if anyone follows me on, on Twitter and social media, I'm, I've been attacked from the far left. I switch parties. For Democrats and Republicans, 2001 made a big announcement at the Elephant Remembers event. And I've been attacked by uh, the far left. Senator Bostar gets attacked by the far left because he's, he's a moderate, common-sense Democrat, the old-school Democrat that we all may have disagreed with in the past, had, had our, our, our issues here or there we disagree with, but the old-school Democrat that, that stood and, and still stood with law enforcement and understood the importance of, of having good public safety. And, and he's supporting James Michael Bowers also. And, and so is... Uh, um, uh, a lot of, a lot, I mean, a lot of uh, folks down in Lincoln will, will, I think, will work great with him, and he'll be a good addition to the legislature. Yeah, without a doubt, I, th- I think that that's a great, um, you know, it's a, it's a great thing that you guys would sponsor that you're supporting you know not just the brothers and sisters in arms down here but an actual candidate and you walk through the issues and and really what he has supported over the years and and you make a good point yeah. about old school democrats but i think that's where we all want to get back to is a more moderate level yeah. of left and right so we can work the issues and uh you know uh again i can't thank you enough you know uh what uh what is one of the main things that you guys really look forward to, say, if James Michael Bowers or any of them in the legislature to help you do your jobs and keep us all safe? Well, there's uh, Elliot Bolstar helped pass a bill that gives uh, law enforcement free college in the state. And when Lincoln starts their recruitment efforts, if you notice, they, uh, they bump their pay up. And I think their biggest issue is because they, they have lost officers to Omaha. So there's, there is that uh, we're kind of competing for the same uh, candidates, if we're being honest, so that's what, that's the reason they bump their their pay up. But they they uh, they actually uh, marketed the fact that they have we have free uh, state college um, for for the state um, as police officers, and that's to me that that is a winning message to, to try to recruit people to consider the, um, the professional law enforcement. Well, but ultimately, we need 
we need legislators that are just going to stand with us and have our backs. I mean, we're doing, and I know that some people may disagree, but this is this is the toughest job in the world. Um, there's a there's a point of uh, dangerous jobs, and then there's a list of dangerous jobs, and you already hear the argument that we're not in the top 10 or 15 because we're not not so many officers are killed in the line of duty. But the reality is there's so much unknown that police officers deal with every single day. You have no idea who you're stopping when you turn your lights on. When you get a call to a house, is that person going to ambush you or is that person going to come out with cookies and say, thank you for your service? You don't know what you're walking into every single day. It's a toughest job. We need legislators that are going to stand with us, not continue to come down and fight these bills that we're fighting, like the Terrell McKinney bill that wants to get rid of, that want to make a Brady Giglio officer public document or make our personnel records open in public or or just or get rid of qualified immunity. You know, when you think about qualified immunity, this is kind of, it's kind of difficult to explain, so I'm going to, I'm going to try to break it down as simple as possible. You hear the same folks that claim that they fight for the little guy. They want to take away qualified immunity from literally law enforcement is the little guy that has qualified immunity. State senators have qualified immunity, city councils, mayors, governors. So everyone that has time to think about, evaluate, debate on what, what policies they think are going to be good for the public, they get qualified immunity in case their policy is bad and hurt people. But the people that have to make split-second decisions, they want to take our qualified immunity away to make our job even more difficult, even more tougher, make recruitment even more difficult, retention even more difficult. They're just just trying to make our job so difficult so no one wants to do this job anymore. And I'll be honest with you, we're already there. We we are, Omaha's going to be down 100 officers by the end of January. Um, Lincoln, I know, is down officers, and they're they're struggling to recruit. We're struggling to recruit. We're already there, and, and we have these attacks on law enforcement for our legislature sometime, and, and we need folks like James Michael Bowers that's going to go into Lincoln and they're going to say, we're going to stand with law enforcement. We're not going to let these, these crazy, radical, far-left bills, because that's, it's just coming from the national conversation. I don't know what it is, like a national plan just to, just to demonize this profession, and, and it's, it's being pushed by some folks in the legislature. So we need people that would support us. His opponent will be standing right with those radicals. I'm telling you, it will, it's one of the most scariest races I've never been more worried about. Yeah, you know what? You you said it well from qualified immunity to the, the kind of uh, real stress on the force, not just in the, the, the daily job and the decisions, but literally the manning. And you know what I like is that you know you guys are getting out and supporting the candidate as well as Lincoln Police. Um, and tomorrow the citizens have a chance to speak for you. And I know each one of you... M- guys get a vote too but you know you have a chance and that's the thing we can turn this around it's it's about supporting candidates to support law and order and that's what james michael bowers does uh, yep i agree and i so, so i hope everyone listening would just if you're living uh, ld46 and if you are thinking i'm just not voting or leaving that blank please don't leave a blank vote for james michael bowers let's bring him over to finish line he will be someone that's going to stand with law enforcement and that's what that will have our backs down in lincoln and we need more of that in lincoln we we're struggling to get uh, good candidates down there, and he will be one of those good candidates that are going to be one of those common sense, old school Democrats that are going to stand with with the Elliot Bowstars down there and the Mike McDonald down there that that are will that will stand strong and and says and and let let the, let the message now be known that he supports law enforcement. You betcha, uh, Sergeant Tony Connors. Thanks mu- so much for coming on. Really, uh, really well put together thoughts, and I think my audience is really going to appreciate it. Well, hey, I really appreciate you having me on. I mean, I feel pretty special to, to speak it to the Lincoln audience. So anytime you want to have me on or in the future, let me know. I would love to. All righty. You, you, uh, you may regret that, but uh, I would love to. <laughs> <Give me a call. laughs> All right. Have a good anytime. night. You, you too, sir. All right. Oh, wow. The, uh, you know, that, 
that's a good call and a good message all around while it's it's focused on James Michael Bowers, who is to be our guest today. Um, we have been trying to get Sergeant Tony Connor on from the Omaha Police Officers Association for a while. Um, he had to heal up for a little something, and so I'm glad we got it in before the election because he made a lot of good points, not just on, you know, why they support a candidate versus another candidate, but of the bigger picture of supporting law and order and that being a cornerstone of all of our safety and security. But I think a lot of wise talk in kind of the old school Democrat and the more moderate to where, you know, you you can be progressive, but you can also support law and order. And, you know, they... The Omaha Police Officers Association, as well as Lincoln down here, have seen those actions from James Michael Bowers. And I think on this show in particular, it's probably a little bit eye opening to some of the listeners um, because of, you know, where this show tends to lean very conservative. But nonetheless, we don't waver on law and order and those in support of law and order. And so I think that. You know, Sergeant Tony Connors calling in from Omaha, them being engaged, thinking of the big picture statewide, talking about police numbers dwindling in Omaha, Lincoln. My audience should know a lot about that. But we don't want to, quote unquote, get into the rolling blackout of policies and decisions by elected officials that don't support our law enforcement. That is a road that is very difficult if not impossible to come back from. And so, you know, take what you will from that. Uh, there is a a lot of support out there, and I think across America, that's one of the neat things about us having, you know, essentially major elections every two years, um, is that there's a chance to make a rudder correction. And I think what you're finding is many people are very frustrated locally, nationally, with law and order and some of the things that have been done over the last couple of years. You know, I think it depends on your municipality, how frustrated you can get. But we see a trend. And I think a lot of us are waking up to the point that You know what? In an election, I have a chance to do something about that. And, you know, when you have the men and women in uniform who have, you know, essentially taken a vote of what candidate they're going to support. Yeah, to me, that should be weighted. You know, they know they know more than you and I how the policies and the different laws impact them. And far and away, Nebraska is, um, you know, not gone completely crazy but we have seen things that have not been helpful to our men and women in uniform and so they were calling in to support james michael bowers again running in legislative district 46 and i appreciate that because tomorrow's the day folks and uh you know we're going to talk a lot about that uh tomorrow we're going to have a long show we'll have uh, democrats in republicans in we'll have Jack and Alan K. Tate today crew in a crossover show like we did last election. So uh, it's going to be a fun uh, kind of 36 hours. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL.
with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, Monday, November 7th here, getting close to the bottom of the hour. Um, still 52 degrees. I'm Jack Riggins, the host. Johnny Cadillac is producing. Steve King's in as well. We have um, second segment, Aaron Wubbles, who's running for school board in the Norris School District. Um, he will be on in the second segment. We'll hear his story here right before the election. Again, I think uh, with first segment and the Omaha Police Officers Association, you know, chiming in, we've been trying to put that together, um, talking about different candidates, in this case, Legislative District 46 and their support of James Michael Bowers. To me, elections aren't overly complicated. It's what essentially the mass amounts of people focus on that gets them motivated to go vote. And there's been times where I'm like, well, it's clear as day. You know, if you believe in this, people are going to vote this way. And if you don't believe in that, you're going to vote this way. And there's been times it went just like that in my mind. And other times, you know, it was completely opposite. I, I know for me and I know for a lot of the people that I hang out with, it's about the economy. It's about law and order. It's about secure borders. It's about our children and schools and materials, and what they're teaching. For other people, I've heard equal arguments towards abortion and different laws that people don't agree with, people that are in support of what's being taught, um, and other progressive things. I think tomorrow what happens is we all go to the voting booth, or you've already cast your vote, and you just vote on what you feel is important and which candidate supports those. Um, it'll definitely be a chance for Americans to make a rudder change if they don't like the Biden administration. And we'll see. KLIN 1499.3. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, we're back. Second segment here on Monday, November 7th. Um, you know, really, it's only about... Uh, you know, 15 hours from the election. I suspect the polls open at 8. I don't exactly know. Bottom line is it's tomorrow. And uh, it, it's a big day, as it always is, every two years when we, the people, get a chance to uh, really speak and say, hey, let's make some rudder corrections. And I always take it kind of to the worst case, which is, you know, look at the craziness going on in Brazil. Um, you know, thank God in America we still communicate and while it sometimes gets harsh, uh, we generally peacefully elect people, we do transition of powers, and we work through the problems. Either way, after an election, 50% of the population isn't happy. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, I'm Jack Riggins, host, Johnny Cadillac's producer, Steve King's in the studio. And we've got Aaron Wobbles. I don't know why I like to say Wobbles. I just like to say that. Welcome. Thank you. Um, you are running for Norris School Board. I think it's School Board of Norris District is the official title. Correct. 
many candidates we were talking off air uh are new to politics this year this go specifically around local schools state schools around the nation how did your interest in all of this and deciding to run where did that get started I tell you, Jack, I, I, uh, I started attending school board meetings with, with the COVID, um, the forcing of masks and so on and so forth. And, and I sat in on school board meetings and I, and I sat in that chair and I thought, hmm, there's a lot of things, um, in this wonderful school district that are going on that I was unaware of. Um, and, you know, for me to sit in that chair and, um, and feel like the, 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 School district with train wreck is 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 not a true statement at all. Um, it's a wonderful school district. Um, the the administration and the teachers are wonderful, wonderful people, generally speaking. But there are things in there that um, the current school board, um, I felt like, weren't listening to the their consist- constituents. Um, I, I I feel like um, a lot of those people had questions asked of them that were left unanswered for one reason or another. And so I just found myself sitting in that chair thinking to myself, gosh, I have no room to complain or think otherwise if I'm not willing to do something about it. Would would blindsided be a a word that you would use in your kind of reaction or, or was it more, you know, you grew up in the area, you've been around the area, your kids are there. And, and while times change and things change, there was something that was further than just change that was bothering you. What was it? You know, I wouldn't say necessarily I was blindsided, but I, but I feel like I was, or up until that point, I was one of those that felt that if everything appeared to be going well, it was going well. Um, and, and I, and I didn't know any different because I was one of those folks that didn't attend the board meetings, um, didn't, you know, pay attention to administration and, 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 and so on and so forth there. But then once I started sitting in on it, I started noticing, you know, different things that maybe weren't being addressed. Um, I felt like there was a lot of issues and, and um, topics and decisions being made by the school board that were just kind of hustled on through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there wasn't a lot of thought gone into them. Now that's from the outside looking in, you know, I don't know. I can't get into other people's minds. I can't get into uh, what, or what or how those decisions were made, but from the outside looking in, it wasn't the same place that I graduated high school from. And I've always said, I mean, I think in this area, Norris is well-respected for, you know, um, its community, its school system, its teachers. And I think there's probably a lot of Lincolnites that would be like, you know, I'd love to have my kids um, going there. Did you think that because of COVID and the mass, that was obviously highly controversial everywhere. Um, and there were some other things, though, that but that transparency was OK. Was communication kind of in that crisis moment? good with parents or were a lot of parents feeling like their voices weren't being heard on the issue definitely i feel like a lot of parents were, felt like they were they weren't they were kept in the dark okay um, whether whether or not that was true or not um i don't know but there just wasn't a lot of communication that sentiment was out there and it grew correct correct and once again the underlying issues there or the underlying decision of why that was is un- still to this to this time unknown to me why 
why there wasn't a communication from the administration to the board and then the board to the you know the people sitting in on the board meetings that were asking these questions you know and, and it wasn't only on covid it was other it was other questions that were being asked and it was just basically tight lipped and if there was an answer to it it was it was kind of a um a canned response mm. So it wasn't necessarily the uh, kind of smaller town, smaller community mode of like where we can all just talk together and, and work through things together. It had it had got to a level that you were uncomfortable with. For sure. Um, did you guys, as well as many schools in the States, have the issues between sex health standards that may have come down, what they currently are? CRT has been a big one that's been you know thrown around. Were there... Um, cause it all kind of came about the same time. Were those also kind of eye opening events? Um, yes and no. I, I, I think, um, to, to answer your question kind of indirectly, um, one of the hot topics was and still is, is the literature of the books in the library. Um, and, um, it, it is one of those things that is ongoing that I think it's a, a fair statement to stay, to say, the majority of the parents in the district don't even understand what books are actually there and available to the children. Um, and I was one of those people until I, until I sat in, but to, you know, I think that's just, um, the, 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 the sexual innuendos, the, the, the different things that you, you just spoke of. I think CRT is a, a, a very, very broad brush stroke, um, that, is covered by a whole bunch of different topics. Mm -hmm. And so for me to say that it is actively being taught in Norris, no, it, it is not. Um, however, I really feel like it's just like anything else that there's little fingers of little things that are creeping in that need to be stopped before it turns into a, a much, much, much larger thing. Yeah, like kind of like the norm. We used to always call it mission creep. It just kind of creeps in sure. and then it becomes the norm. Um, so you're running for school board, and it's your first time running. And uh, how has that gone for you? It's gone really well. I've, it's been, it's been, people have been really, really receptive, really, really supportive. Um, I was born and raised in the district, and so um, I know a lot of people. Um, but most of those people are of, are of, I'll use the term, old time people that have been <laughs> around for for a long, long time. And However, wise, we call those wise people. There you go, wise. Um, however, I've also I'm also involved in and I'm on a youth basketball board. Um, I coach youth sports, basketball, and football, and so I'm kind of involved with, shall we say, the maybe the unwise or the the new the newer group of people <laughs> in your we, terms. We just call them younger. There you go. Younger. <laughs> That's it. Younger um, people that are in need of in. mentorship and and wise counsel for sure. And so a lot of these people are the people that are moving in because of what we talked about a little while ago. That's right. We're move, they're moving into the district because Norris is the place to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so then it brings up questions to me when I'm on the football field or when I'm in the, in, in the gym on, at basketball or when I'm with these, these people at school because of my children that are there. Well, why are you running for school district you know, or, or school board for the Norris mm -hmm. school district? And, and, is there issues and is there problems? Is is you know is there something that we should be aware of? And it just opens the door for me about me, me to be able to explain to them exactly what I'm explaining to you. Yeah, and and to me, I again I think that you know in in today's world people want to make everything so you know 
far on the left, far on the right. I mean, it sounds like to me with you and Justin um, that, you know, Justin Drahota on the show a few weeks back is, you know, you're just wanting to make tweaks and to make the community rock solid and to, you know, keep it that way, you know, because that's kind of the freedom of America is we have a choice by participating in the elections to keep our communities the way we want. For sure. And and that's one of the, the big things that Justin and I have both, you know, if you want to call it a platform, mm-hmm. one of the things that we, we've talked about so much and and i and i share with people when they ask me is that i just want to be transparent i I want to be that person who you can come to and say hey this is bothering me or hey why was this vote or this decision made you know please enlighten me and and share with me but also be able to represent the constituents And, and so listen to the people listen to the people that you're supposed to be representing and and follow up with them and say hey you know what does this look like? You know, maybe once a quarter, once, you know, every six months or once a year, have a, what you would call a town hall meeting with, with the people in your ward and, or in the district and say, Hey, you know, what do you think? You know, is there, is there a community or, or, or um, district pa- patron um, input that's needed that is weird to do other than in a situation like this. Yeah. I've always found it interesting and I can understand and, and, I would consider LPS a big district for Nebraska, certainly, as well as OPD, um, and certainly bigger cities. But to me, there's never an excuse in the smaller communities, say, if parents had come to the board and said, I would like a list of the books that are controversial. That shouldn't be painful. And I'm not saying that's been done in Norris, but I know in other areas that has been really painful on parents you know, without just going into the libraries themselves, which is annoying to the teachers and the students, you know, to go, okay, let me get that to you, right, as a constituent. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the parents review it and, and know what's there because it answers their questions. And if, in fact, there is something on there, that's what the board is there, in my opinion, to do is to work through that with the community to make the best decisions for the young people. That's exactly right, Jack. It, it's It's nice that in small communities that are doing well, they're still kind of on guard. And, you know, I often wonder if COVID wouldn't have happened and, and kind of some of the masking and other things that went around school, if a lot of us parents, myself included, would still kind of be tone deaf to the issues that our kids are facing every day. For sure. Um, it, you know, it, it was a, a, a way to open a lot of folks' eyes, who, including myself, like yeah. you said earlier, that... Um, to you know not only that issue but possibly other issues or or you know I never considered myself um as a candidate or a person that would run for school board ever until once again I sat in that chair and I mm-hmm. thought gosh I have no reason to complain or, or sit in and and wonder what's going on um but also at the same time be the person that said Norris is the place to be when when I was having thoughts that you know it's not, this definitely not the place that I graduated from. Right. So. Right. It sounds like to me, like your, your platform, it, quote unquote, if we were talking, you know, in those terms is really common sense and transparency and, and communicating in the, in the way that the smaller communities like Norris can, you know, that back and forth between elected officials, in this case, school board and, and the parents. And then let's be honest, and even the kids, I mean, they, they, um, they bring up issues sometimes that we have to deal with, and um, 
Yeah, geez, I wish you the best. Where can people give give people kind of your four one one? Where you're at? What what do they need to do tomorrow? Okay, so um, obviously my four one one is I'm I'm in Ward Four, um, um, down in the North School District. I live south of Hickman, um, and so in in the general election, it doesn't matter which ward that you live in. You vote you vote for wards two, four, and six. Gotcha, um, and so. Just because you live in Ward 2 doesn't mean that you don't vote for Wards 4 and 6. You vote for all. Okay. And so um, just go to the poll tomorrow, and um, I, I would appreciate your vote. Yeah, Aaron uh, Wubbles running for Norris uh, School Board um, in the Norris School District, the School Board of Norris District. Um, just really another common sense um, father, husband, coach, um person that got involved and and you're seeing a lot of that this election and over the last two years you know pretty much folks that never thought they'd get involved in politics just saying you know i can offer some time to bring some common sense back and and make sure that in this case with our schools uh we're kind of maintaining the standard that the norris community wants and and having checks and balances and transparencies aaron i thank you for coming on thanks jack yeah. Appreciate your time. You bet. Um, boy, it's going to be an interesting one. There's no doubt about it. Um, I will refrain from any Joe Bidens. It would be, it would be par for the course for me to have a great Joe Biden for you right now. But I think, uh, Joe Biden has done all he can do as the senior Democrat, uh, to help Democratic candidates across this nation. Um, I think as we lead up, well, let me give a programming note. We've changed a little bit due to Husker Nightly. Um, we will be on regular drive time Lincoln tomorrow. Uh, so one hour, five to six, then we'll have Husker Nightly. And then the election special will be on at eight o'clock with LNK Today, Jack and Friends and that crew. So we'll have a little split show there. Uh, but we will have an analysis on this show, Drive Time Lincoln, um, from both sides. That is the plan. And then uh, at that point, uh, the LNK Today, Jack and Friends will be in. And they get in right when the Secretary of State and all the counties start saying that the votes will be coming in. So you'll probably have your first uh, kind of inkling right as they came, come on air. Um but yeah, I think folks, this just comes down to a, a lot of the things. Uh, I saw a national democratic um, campaign advisor today just saying that, "Hey, we didn't listen to the people, and the people care about the economy. The people care about the border. They care about law and order." And she's expecting a shellacking. I'm not going to go that far. What I'm going to say is, I think the more Americans get out and vote then the better representative government we have. And so I encourage everybody to not only get out and vote, but get 10 more people. Vote based on your values and what you believe in. And uh, we've got to get away from one-third of the population in every area picking our elected government. We've got to get away from that. So we've got to get out the vote. But, yeah, it comes down to what you value. Um I personally think a lot of people are probably frustrated with the last two years on the national level leaking down into, you know, local levels and decisions. And I think that things like mandates, things like law and order, things like border security are on the ballot. And so it'll be an interesting election day. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL.
with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, finishing up Drive Time Lincoln here on Monday, November 7th. Uh, first segment, we had Sergeant Tony Connor in from the Omaha Police Officers Association talking about their endorsement of James Michael Bowers in Legislative District 46. Really gave a great account of uh, James Michael Bowers and his actions over the years, including during the riots down here in Lincoln um, and his support of law and order and why. Um, the Omaha Police Officers Association, you know, essentially decided to, you know, come down and help the local community out. But it's because uh, Sergeant Connor realizes the strategic picture that we've got to have law and order folks and people that uh, support the blue, no matter their political affiliation. He, they see that as a key cornerstone of elected officials. And James Michael Bowers has earned their trust. Um, thought that was a good interview. Had uh, Aaron Wobbles on um, just last segment. He was just another, there's a lot of them, folks, around Nebraska, and I think the nation. You know, just normal, everyday people that, because of COVID, started to pay attention to what was going on in their schools, going to school board meetings, asking questions that are not loaded, that are not, you know, intimidating, just nuts and bolts questions about their children's education and wasn't satisfied with what he saw down there in Norris and decided, Hey, I'm going to run. So, um, appreciated him sharing his story with the listeners. Uh, tomorrow's a chance. It's a chance to, uh, you know, hold the line here in America. Um, if you believe in the constitution and law and order and just, you know, keeping the economy going in the American way of life, then there's a lot to vote for. Um, and if you believe in very progressive, far-left agendas, well, then there's a lot to vote for for you, too. It'll be an interesting election. I have no doubt, though, on November 9th, the sun will come up and we will all...